Lee Iacocca once said, you can have brilliant ideas, but if you can't get them across, your ideas won't get you anywhere. Communication is the key of a successful organization. Everything rests upon it. Leadership, management, teamwork, customer service, sales. All of these things depend upon the ability to communicate effectively. But how can you teach, cultivate, and encourage these skills within your organization? And how can you leverage it to take your business performance to the next level? In this course, we're going to show you how to do exactly that. Studies show that 69% of managers are not comfortable communicating with their employees. 46% of employees rarely or never leave a meeting understanding what they're being required to do. 33% of employees believe that a lack of honest or transparent workplace negatively affects their morale. These statistics show that communication is an increasingly important area for businesses to focus on. This training is going to consist of a series of critical discussion points. These are designed to cover this broad topic as thoroughly as possible, to encourage growth in these vital areas, and to facilitate a real and fruitful discussion within your organization about how you can each improve on this essential characteristic, both at work and in your personal lives in general. Some of these will be pretty lengthy, and some will be relatively straightforward and brief. At the very end of this roadmap comes the most important final step. Discussion time. Do not skip this. This is the most important part of this training. When you finish this course, you need to spend at least an hour or so going over the questions we supply at the end as a group. Whoever's the head honcho in the group should designate a facilitator whose responsibility it is that each question is covered and that everyone, time permitting, is able to have their say. Make sure all contributions are valued, all suggestions considered, and all opinions respected. So, let's move into the first discussion point. Listen. Employees want to know that their concerns and ideas are being heard. Instead of thinking ahead to your next meeting or activity, really listen to what the other person is saying. Here are some tips to help you become a better listener. Don't monopolize the conversation. Be precise and economical with your words. Give the person you are talking with the chance to say their piece and take questions. This will make your team feel that they have an active role in the discussion. Participate in one conversation at a time. If you are talking to someone on the phone, don't read your email simultaneously. Keep a mental checklist of all the important points brought up during the conversation. At the end of your talk, you can sum these up and let the other person know that you are listening to what they said. Clarify any vague or confusing points to avoid misunderstandings. 
Focus. No matter what kind of discussion you are in, whether it's a group meeting or a one-on-one, -on -one, giving your full focus to the conversation at hand shows respect. On the other hand, a lack of focus devalues the discussion. During meetings or even in informal conversations, maintain eye contact. Put all other things aside, especially your phone, to show the other person that they have your attention. This will also encourage them to focus and stay present. Pay attention to nonverbal cues. The words you say are only a part of the entire message you give to your team. Body language, facial expressions, tonality, and other nonverbal cues also contribute to how your message will be received. Try out the following things the next time you have a meeting with your employees. Maintain a relaxed stance and facial expression. Avoid slouching or making yourself seem smaller than you are. Instead, fill up the space you have. Keep your arms on your side instead of crossing them over your chest. The latter is considered as a defensive expression. Make eye contact and smile at appropriate times during the conversation. Nod your head when they say something that you agree with. Practice Intention-Based Communication Intention-based communication is designed to help an audience understand why a particular message is important through proper delivery. It can be used to keep organizations on track by motivating and developing potential in teams. Here are three steps for intention-based communication. Analyze who you'll be speaking to. Remember that everyone is different and has their challenges. Knowing how you can tailor your words to the other party's profile and needs will make a difference in the impact and effectiveness of your message. Understand the objective of your message. Focus on that objective and make sure that it is what your team will remember most when the meeting is done. Personalize your delivery, depending on the two factors above. For example, if you want to inspire a call to action, communicate that message through the content, nonverbal cues, and body language. Assess your audience. Remember that it's crucial to pay attention to who you're talking to. It's fine to use informal language when you're speaking with a friend or a family member, but it's best to stay away from it when you're emailing or texting your boss or team members. To communicate effectively in the workplace, target your message based on your audience. When you keep the other person in mind, you'll see that it's easier to get your message across. Consider differences in preferences and cultural norms when communicating. For instance, some people may prefer in-person chats instead of email. By asking them directly or observing them more closely, you'll learn about these preferences and be able to personalize your messages more effectively. Choose the right venue or platform. Always think about which venues are more appropriate for certain types of conversations. There are just certain types of situations which call for a specific type of communication method or platform. For example, it's never a good idea to make big decisions over an online messaging platform, since you won't be able to sense your team's feelings about your choices. On the other hand, if you're talking about plans for the next company retreat, the same platform can be the perfect venue. Discuss with your team which methods work best for certain situations. Emphasize respect. It can be tempting to always talk to your team members in a lighthearted or informal way. After all, it's easier to make friends when clearly being friendly. 
However, it's easy to get carried away when trying to make other people laugh, so you should be more careful and respectful in any kind of interaction. Furthermore, in this global environment where companies not only hire foreign employees, but also work with clients, customers, and suppliers from all over the world, it's important to be more culturally sensitive. Never forget that there are subtle differences in the way that people from other cultures interpret words or gestures. Create an environment that is not just tolerant, but also sensitive of the needs of their employees, regardless of their culture or religion. Learn to disagree without being disagreeable. A lot of companies fail because the higher-ups tend to rely on people with similar backgrounds or who think like them. If you don't allow dissenting opinions and ideas within the organization, you create an environment of fear. Eventually, the company will stagnate. However, in order to grow and develop, you should allow people to challenge ideas, plans, and policies, and allow for healthy discussion and debate. Here are some tips on how you can have disagreements without creating a toxic workplace. Frame an issue strategically. For example, consider framing a project as if it were a potential benefit. How you frame the same issue will create a diverse set of solutions for every situation. Be polite. If you detect a flawed assumption, for instance, respectfully ask the other person to review it. Don't make any personal attacks and focus on the issue at hand. Instead of suggesting your idea as the only solution, put it forward as one possible option. Provide constructive feedback. Praise and recognition make employees feel valued and that their work matters to the company. You don't have to hold regular meetings to give feedback to your team. You can let them know what you think about their work through other means, such as emails, phone calls, or brief updates during the morning huddle. Make sure that the feedback you provide is as clear and detailed as possible. If there is a problem, focus on possible solutions instead of berating the employee for his mistakes. Don't focus on the person's character, but on their behavior. Base your feedback on actual facts and observation, and not your personal judgment. Constructive feedback is an opportunity for growth, so make sure that your employee understands that it is a positive process. Ask for honest feedback. One of the best ways to become a better communicator is to receive honest feedback from your team members, peers, and bosses. By regularly soliciting feedback from other people, you'll be able to identify which areas you need to improve. Furthermore, employees feel good when their opinions and ideas are sought and appreciated. Your employees will feel your sincerity, which is one of the pillars for effective communication. When they know that you listen to their suggestions and actively try to find ways to be a better leader for them. Use surveys. Even in the most open working environments, there are certain things that employees will only feel comfortable expressing anonymously. This is why you need to make sure that your team has a platform to submit their feedback anonymously. This would provide you with a way to uncover hidden issues that may be adversely affecting your team's performance. There are online tools that you can use. If you want to go old school, there's nothing wrong with installing a suggestion box at the office. In addition to general feedback, make sure that the surveys include qualitative questions about internal communications. Solicit their ideas on how you can keep them looped in and how to improve any possible problems. Explain why you're assigning a specific task. 
Assigning tasks without any other explanation or instructions can be a source of resentment or frustration in your team. Your employees need to know that they are doing meaningful work that positively contributes to the entire organization. Even if the least glamorous of tasks, you should help them understand that what they're doing has real value for the company. Just remember that there is a positive and informative way to state the importance or urgency of a task without sounding condescending. Provide vital information about the task and take the time to listen to their questions. Let them know that if they have any concerns about the task, they should not hesitate to communicate these issues to you. Never assume or prejudge. Effective communication involves having a non-confrontational setting where parties can calmly discuss where a problem or issue lies. It doesn't do anyone in your team good if you are quick to assume or pass judgment. Instead, keep your ears open and the lines of communication will stay strong and transparent. For example, if you find one of your team members lagging in an area where they are supposed to excel, don't immediately assume that they're slacking off. Ask them how things are going and if they've run into any issues. You might be surprised to know that they're not used to juggling five projects at the same time or they're having a hard time focusing at work. Welcome questions. Cultivate an environment where your employees can ask questions without fear or shame. Your team should be comfortable enough to reach out to you and bring up any questions or concerns they may have, especially when mistakes happen. At the same time, make sure that you are also comfortable with asking them the right kind of questions. Open-ended questions work best. These are questions that start with who, what, when, where, why, and how. These provide the person you're talking to the opportunity to share more about the situation with you. It also ensures higher engagement during the conversation. Don't make it personal. No matter what the issue may be, make sure that you take your emotions out of the equation. It may be tempting to turn to personal attacks, especially when one of your team members is starting to get under your skin. Instead, take a deep breath, calm yourself down, and approach the situation from a logical and unemotional perspective. Conflict and clashes are common especially when different personalities and cultures converge in such a small space. Keep your emotions out of your actions and decisions, and think twice before lashing out. Furthermore, ask for clarifications after a conversation to make sure that you are both on the same page. Solve problems as a group. If there are issues or problems within the team or organization that needs to be solved, Try organizing a group discussion to come with a set of possible solutions. Send out an early agenda and let the others know what the meeting is all about, so they'll have adequate time to prepare. During the meeting, here are steps that you need to follow to ensure proper problem solving. Identify the problem or issue you are dealing with. Give everyone a chance to share how they feel about the specific issue at hand. Describe the problem thoroughly. Make sure that everyone understands what precisely is involved. Come up with a list of possible solutions. Discuss all the options proffered by the team and narrow them down to the best one. This should be decided ideally through consensus, although a majority vote may not always be feasible in all situations. Give and receive criticism impartially. One of the most frequent sources of conflict in the workplace is giving and receiving criticism. 
Even though criticism helps people grow and learn more about their roles, it can be an uncomfortable experience for all the parties involved. If you are offering criticism to an employee, choose a place that is non-threatening in private. Only provide objective data and substantiate your claims with specific details as much as possible. On the other hand, if you find yourself on the receiving end of criticism, don't become defensive and request particular examples of the behavior. Admit when you're wrong and ask for their ideas on how you can improve. Set up monthly one-on-ones. A recurring one-on-one -on -one meeting with each of your team members is a great way to find out if they have any concerns about their work. During the meeting, you can provide feedback, commend them for their successes, and identify room for growth without the pressures of having the rest of the team present in the room. It will allow you to touch base and learn more about their experiences and challenges while working. It will also provide you with a better idea on how you can create improvements that will make their life easier or resolve issues that they have been contending with. Schedule weekly team meetings. One-on-one -on -one meetings are necessary so that you can see and understand individual concerns in your team. However, it's just as important to ensure that everyone is on the same page. Weekly meetings allow your team members to share their goals for the week, identify any challenges, and find out what the rest of the team are working on. It also gives you the opportunity to reiterate the overall objective of the team and the organization. Ensure that you have enough time at the end of the time for an open forum, where people can ask questions and raise concerns to the team. If there are employees who are too shy to speak up, Pass some post-it notes around so that they can send in their concerns anonymously. This is a great way to ensure that everyone is engaged and they are a part of something bigger. Follow up in writing. No matter how compelling you think the meeting was, some of the participants may not remember everything that was discussed. Make sure that you assign someone to take notes before the meeting. After the meeting, collate the information into a bullet point list that you can email to your team members to serve as a follow-up and refresher. A follow-up email will remind everyone about the important points that were discussed, any tasks that may have been delegated during the meeting, important schedules or deadlines, or any crucial news that they have to take note of. It will also clarify any points of confusion and ensure that everyone understood what was said and discussed. Be brief yet specific. Whatever medium of communication you use to interact with your team, make sure that you are brief but specific when imparting information. Provide enough information so that the other person understands what you are saying. Avoid rambling or giving unnecessary information during the conversation. If you are responding to an email, read the message till the end before you start crafting your response. Address the concerns raised in the email and ensure that your replies are short but succinct. Think before you speak. Don't always say the first thing that comes to your mind. Take the time to assess the situation, calm yourself down, and find the right words to express what you are thinking or feeling. Paying close attention to what you are saying and how you are saying it will save you from a world of embarrassment later on. Check in regularly. When you are dealing with a mountain of work, it's easy to forget to do regular check-ins with the rest of your team. However, following up with what they're working on will help prevent serious problems in the future.
make sure that they're producing aligns with your goals and expectations. Most employees will get really frustrated when they finish a project and be told that the manager wanted something completely different. By being closely involved with their work early on, you can prevent resentments and frustrations from growing within your team. Put in consistent effort. Being a good communicator isn't something that you only exercise every now and then, when the situation calls for it. It's something that you have to constantly practice and get better at. Effective communication at work similarly requires consistent effort. You'll have to create an environment where people can freely express what they're really thinking and challenge ideas. Consistently demonstrate to your team what effective communication entails by being a good listener, giving your team members plenty of opportunity to speak and express their opinions, setting definite expectations, and providing timely feedback. Keep workflows transparent. When your team is working on a project, they should know or at least be able to easily access crucial information about the job. This includes deadlines and benchmarks, role designations, task assignments, and other essential things that will help keep them on track. You can use online spreadsheets or project management tools to ensure that your team can conveniently access the information they need and prevent any miscommunication. If there are any lapses in communication, consider them as an opportunity to improve your workflow process in the future. Assess your current internal communication strategy. If you have no idea what's holding you back, it'll be tough to know where you need to improve. Communication methods like email, phone calls, or instant message all serve important purposes and offer great benefits. However, some may be better than others when used in certain situations or venues. Make a list of all the internal communication methods being used within the organization. Determine which ones are effective and which ones need some work. This will help you make the necessary changes to enhance communication lines for your team. Use a team communication app. There are numerous communication apps that are available in the market today. Many of them are even free. Many offices actually use multiple messaging systems and platforms, which can get really inefficient and time-consuming fast. It's difficult to track all the messages sent and received when you're using several platforms. Instead, choose one and ensure that everyone on your team is on board. Determine which one serves your needs and requirements best and use it on a trial basis for a few weeks or so. Using just one communication app will streamline your communication lines and make it easier for your team to find the information they need. Always share important news. If there are any important organizational changes, whether they're pleasant or difficult to hear, your employees should know about them. Communicate such information honestly and sincerely as soon as you can, and keep them looped in as much as you can. Make sure that you have a plan before you break the news, and give your team members the chance to articulate their thoughts after they've heard the news. It can be damaging for any company when employees learn about the big announcements from the press and not from the higher-ups. The last thing you want is for your team members to hear about company changes, mergers, or major shakeups from news sites. This kind of behavior signals to the employees that the company does not trust them with sensitive information. Hold interdepartmental lunches. 
Interdepartmental lunches are a great way for teams from different departments to get to know each other and start talking about their goals and projects. These lunches also foster collaboration between departments and can bring about good changes for the entire organization. For example, there may be instances when a department faces problems that seem insurmountable because they don't have the necessary tools and resources to deal with them. In some cases, the solution that they are looking for may be sitting right down the hall. An interdepartmental lunch will help bring issues like this to light and provide teams with new and unique solutions from different perspectives. Be transparent and authentic. Authenticity is essential for effective communication. You can't tell your employees that they need to work on getting to know their team members more while locking yourself in your office all day. Always lead by example and make sure that any rules you implement in the office also applies to you. One way to ensure authenticity is to encourage vulnerability. One popular exercise you can try is to ask the members of your team to share something personal about them with the rest of the group. Shared vulnerability helps build trust and break down barriers. It also allows the members of your team to speak more openly with each other. Rearrange your office. One effective thing that you can try to improve communication among your employees is to rethink the way it is designed. Most offices today use cubicles and partitions, which can promote isolation and hinder communication. There can be certain advantages to opting for a more open design to encourage more collaboration at work. Here are some designs that you can check out. Hot desking means that there are no assigned seats in the office. The entire space can be reconfigured daily, depending on the changing tasks and groups. It's a great communication tool that forces people to start talking to each other more and encourages them to step out of their comfort zones, literally. If a complete redesign is too expensive, consider designating collaborative spaces, which teams can use for brainstorming sessions. Another relatively new design is a white wall room, where there are usable walls and whiteboards. Teams can use these rooms to discuss problems together, and where people, no matter their background, can collaborate and communicate more openly with each other. Improve your written communication. Business writing is intended to convey or request information from another person or party. For business writing to be effective, you should be able to create complete, concise, and accurate content. Your text should be written in such a way that the reader can easily understand your message without any confusion or vagueness. Take the time to practice creating letters or emails. After all, sloppily written business communication are a waste of people's time and money. By knowing how to communicate your thoughts more effectively and concisely, you'll spend less time repeating your instructions in another email or over the phone. Your employees will definitely thank you for giving them less work to do. Send out an internal newsletter. An internal newsletter, as the name suggests, is one way for companies to share news and upcoming events, no matter how small or monumental they may be to the employees. It's a great way to ensure that everyone is updated with what's happening in the company. Weekly newsletters are ideal, but you can change the frequency depending on the size of your organization. You don't want to send them out too often since people may stop reading them because of information overload. Schedule a work retreat. 
Long hours cooped up within the four walls of an office can take their physical and mental toll on anyone. If you're feeling burnt out, it's more difficult to express yourself articulately and get others to listen to what you have to say. Give your team the opportunity to take breaks every now and then. On top of longer lunches or the occasional personal days, schedule an annual work retreat. A work retreat can take on many forms. It can be a picnic, a hiking trip, a camping adventure, or even just a few hours playing mini-golf. These activities help your team relieve some stress, experience nature, and enjoy their time with colleagues. Do team building games. Icebreakers and team building activities are always a great conversation starter. They encourage the team to get to know each other beyond the context of work. Additionally, they're fun activities that everyone can do while enjoying the company of their teammates. Handle conflicts with diplomacy. No matter how intellectually compatible and well-mannered the members of your team are, they'll definitely get into some arguments and squabbles every now and then. The cause of these conflicts may range from minor issues, such as figuring out who caused the paper jam in the copier, or serious ones that may even prompt legal action. Most minor issues will get resolved on their own after some time. However, some of them can turn into major disputes. To prevent small disagreements from escalating, try to nip them in the bud as soon as possible. Encourage your employees to come to you if they are feeling frustrated or conflicted because of the actions of another person in your team. Always respond with an open mind and non-judgmental perspective. Encourage sharing, input, and dialogue. Effective internal communication is a two-way street. This means that it's just as important to teach your team members to give feedback as it is to give them feedback. The key is to make sure that your workplace has an open and transparent culture. When your employees know that their higher-ups welcome different opinions and ideas, they are more likely to engage in dialogue and information sharing. Make your team believe in your goals. A lot of leaders and managers struggle with getting their team to believe in and advocate the same goals that they have. In order to get your team members as excited as you are about upcoming projects and developments, you need to show them how these will affect their lives and work positively. Remember that when someone knows that they'll directly benefit from the work that they are doing, they're more likely to care about what they're doing and come up with high-quality results for the organization. Identify common communication barriers. To avoid conflict and misunderstandings, you need to identify the factors that can cause them. Here are some of the common barriers to effective communication. Negative body language. When you don't agree or like what another person is saying, there are certain negative body language signals that you may use to rebuff their message. Some examples are crossing your arms, tapping your feet, or avoiding eye contact. Avoid this type of cue if you don't want to put the other person on the defensive. Inconsistent body language. Nonverbal communication needs to support your words, not contradict it. If you don't want the listener to think that you are being dishonest, make sure that your body language reinforces what you are saying. For instance, don't shake your head no while you are saying yes. Lack of focus. Multitasking can be great for certain situations. However, when you're talking to another person, it's better to focus on them so that you don't miss any nonverbal cues in the conversation. 
Avoid distractions and make the person that you are talking to feel that you are genuinely interested in what they have to say. Stress and out-of-control emotion Letting your emotions take over your actions can be disastrous. When you're too emotional or stressed, you're also more likely to misunderstand other people and give out confusing or objectionable nonverbal signals. Be assertive. Being assertive means being able to express your thoughts, feelings, and needs openly and honestly. It is essential for effective communication and can help you be more self-confident and decisive. Just keep in mind that being assertive does not mean being demanding, aggressive, or hostile. You can stand up for yourself while still maintaining a healthy level of respect for other people. Here are some tips to help you be more assertive. Value yourself and your opinions. Learn to express your needs and wants without stepping on other people's toes. It's normal to get angry, but you should always remain respectful. Find ways to express any negative thoughts in a more constructive way. Accept both compliments and criticisms gracefully. Learn from your mistakes and don't hesitate to ask for help when you need it. Know your limits and remember that it's okay to say no. Don't let other people take advantage of your kindness. Clarify tasks and responsibilities. If your team is unsure about which tasks they're responsible for, it would be hard for them to effectively complete a project or an assignment. Ensure that your team knows the scope of the project and that each individual understands what you expect them to do and accomplish. Keep everyone on track by meeting them regularly, asking questions, checking their progress, and making sure that everything's going smoothly. When your team members know their roles, there is a lower risk of a communication breakdown down the road. Do communication training. Communication training covers a lot of topics, including basic conversational skills, business writing, presentation skills, and managerial skills. Although it can get quite expensive, you'll get your money's worth out of it when your team is working like a well-oiled machine. It's definitely a smart investment to consider. You can also start small by heading a crash course on maximizing the features of the communication tools at your disposal. For example, if you are using a messaging platform or a project management software, you can teach your employees about the advanced features that some of them may not be aware of. Knowing how to use these intuitive features will help them improve the way they communicate with the rest of the team. And now it's discussion time, the most important part of this training. Whoever's the lead honcho in the group should designate a facilitator whose responsibility it is that each of the questions you see on your screen is covered and that everyone, time permitting, is able to have their say. Make sure all contributions are valued, all suggestions considered, and all opinions respected. <laughs>